Are you ready to go the distance? Go the disco, the disco, the distance. When you're nearing retirement, it's essential that you have a written plan and know exactly how the plan will work. Life's about choosing where you want to go and mapping out a financial plan to get you there. The one thing you need is a plan. So what's the plan? Plan! Right now, plan! An experienced financial advisor can help you avoid potential hazards and find alternative routes. We pride ourselves in being different from other financial planning firms. During your initial consultation, we will get to know you and give you the chance to get to know us. Our friendly staff will make you feel comfortable the moment you walk in the door. Call Mark Eels at EFS Wealth Management, 712-224-4651, 712-224-4651, or log on to EFS4U.com, EFS, the number 4U.com. This is Mark from Mark on Money, and today's episode, we are going to talk about war. Does it matter to markets? And what do you do when markets have no direction? And now, live from the heart of Sioux City, Mark on Money, with your host, Mark Gills. The key is having a plan in place, knowing what you're going to do, a place where your retirement questions are answered. You could be putting tens of thousands in jeopardy. You'll get the latest news on 401ks and retirement planning. It can make a profound difference with what you can and can't afford in retirement. If you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome in to Mark on Money. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Mark on Money with Mark Eels. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Mark, a certified financial planner. He is an independent fiduciary, more than 30 years experience in this industry. EFS Wealth Management is where you find him. And uh, EFS, the number four, the letter U.com is the website. I encourage you to visit that website. Um, hi, Mark. How are you? I am great. Um, how are you? I'm well. I loved how you started this out. You know, I thought you were going to say war. What is it good for? But <laughs> yeah, war. Is, what is it good for? You know, <laughs> but uh, again, war, it's... war. What does it do to the market? <laughs> well, again, that's that's a and, great question. And, and should you pay attention to it? Oh, is even kind better. Of the question. Yeah. Um, should you pay attention to anything that really is going on existentially? Um, and yeah, short term it matters. Um, but if you want to know what I said in March of 2020. Um, you know, you can go back and listen to um, my show. Uh, it's a radio show that I was doing back then mm -hmm. and uh, listen to what I said back then. And, you know, I feel the same way today is that, you know, it, it really doesn't make any difference what markets are doing right now. What matters is where are they going to be a year from now? So you've got to kind of, you know, sort out the noise. Um, you know, I started my career in 1990, um, and so it was during a recession and during the beginning of the Gulf War. And I can remember back, you know, that far. That's what some of my staff says. It says, you can remember stuff. I can't even remember what I did yesterday. But, you know, I, I just have a knack for kind of remembering different different things that, you know, happened or were happening and what was going on in the media at that time. And Everybody was scared to death. Everybody thought the markets were going to crash. You know, oil was going to go to 200, you know, a barrel, blah, blah, blah. And so what happened? 
Well, the war started, the markets took off on the 1990s rally and never looked back. Um, and that's what happened. I mean, the 1990s, if you remember the 90s, it was unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the beginning of that run-up in the market was the beginning of the Gulf War and the end of the recession. Um, you know, and maybe what's going on in Europe, you know, you know, war's never good for anybody. What do they say? There is no winner in a war, you know. Um, I think there's some kind of a, um, you know, some kind of a cl cliche, right? Yes, you I know, think like so. war. What is it good for? Exactly. You know? Yep. Kind of like you said before, we were talking about that. Um, but you know, back in the pandemic, you know, the markets were down twenty, thirty percent. We we're talking about thirty percent unemployment, the Great Depression, you know, all kinds of other stuff. And I came on and said, "Look, this is probably." I said, "You only get a few um, in your lifetime." You only get a few moments in the market, which are, you know, a few moments in the market of your lifetime that are extremely unbelievably awesome buying opportunities. Um, this one just kind of happens to coincide with market cycliality, too. Um, I typically, personally, um, you know, I invest twice a year in, you know, my trading account, my brokerage account, my retirement accounts, um, and they're February and August or September. And uh, so here we are in August, markets are down, uh, and, and it's per actually pretty typical. Um, I think August, August, September, um, February, March are usually two months that are usually good times to put money to work. And now we've got an external factor that's really causing some extra volatility. We've got growth stocks that some of them are down 60, 70 percent. Um, and, you know, people owned them, you know. So whether it's, you know, Coinbase or Pelletier or, um, you know, all these other, you know, meme stocks that are down 70, 80 percent, people bought them, you know. 200, 300% higher than where they are. Now they're like, oh, I don't know if I want to buy this stock. It's down 70, 80%. It's like, what are you nuts? Well, you bought it when it was, when it was, you know, three times higher and now you don't want to put any more money into it. So it's psychology, Steve. That's what causes bad investment decisions, poor investment timing. Um, you know, it's the investment cycle. You know, it's, it's, you know, hope, greed, euphoria, um, despair, you know, all those things, if you look at the investment cycle, you see, a, you know, you see the line that, you know, as markets get to the top, there's euphoria and then they start going down and people are hoping that, you know, they'll go back up to all, you know, all time highs again and the market keeps going down further. And then, you know, fear starts coming in and then at market bottoms, it's despair. People just basically give up and it's like, well, geez, you know, I'm not going to do anything anymore. Um, and, and so now is a great opportunity, really, um, because I personally think we are in a secular bull market. Um, I think we're in a worldwide secular bull market. And there's always going to be garbage happening. You know, there's always going to be somebody going to invade somebody or, you know, somebody's going to, you know, blow up something or there's some natural disaster or there's some political thing or, you know, there's some virus, you know, there's there's always something. Uh, climate change, whatever. Um, and, you know, there's always an excuse not to invest. Um, and I'm here to tell you, just like I did in March of, 
uh, 2000. I don't know if the market's going to go down another three, four, five, six, seven, eight percent. But I, what I'm here to tell you is is that I think we are in a secular bull market. Markets are going to go higher. Um, I think we've got a couple years left yet of um, really good returns uh, in the overall markets. You know, I don't know exactly where those returns are, but I think broad indices, Dow, S and P, um, Russell. Uh, are going to be higher by the end of the year from where they are right now. I don't know if they're going to go down next week, tomorrow, today, um, but I think they're going to be higher. And so if you've got a longer-term perspective, um, it's a great time to put money to work or not even worry about your money. You know, So if you're you know, 50 years old and, and 15 years away from retirement, who cares? You know, Just don't even worry about what's going on. Um, the time to start getting worried is when you're in that retirement red zone, though, and that's when you need to have a plan. And so, you know, I want to talk about that, you know, in right. relationship to what is going on in the market in terms of volatility. Because we had a period of 18 months where people just got complacent. You know, we had 18 months where the market didn't have more than a 4% pullback or so, four or five percent. And I think it was only once. Um, you know, so from the pandemic low, markets basically, you know, went straight up and they went up and continued to go up and higher. And, you know, there's a lot of euphoria. Um, and people have such short term memories that, you know, this is normal what we're seeing this year and in the last three, four months, this is normal market volatility. This is what you would expect and this is what we've seen in years past, decades past, um, you know, 3 to 5% pullbacks, 5 to 10% pullbacks. In fact, there's been almost no year where we haven't seen a 10 to 20% pullback somewhere in the markets. But out of those, you know, if you go back over the last like 30, 40 years, uh, almost every year the market's been down somewhere between 10 and 20%, you know, or more. You know, you had 2008. Um, but the markets in all of those years where you had a market correction, sell-off, whatever you want to call it, intra-year, 12 months later, the market's higher, you know? And so this is just normal. Uh, and I think people have, have forgotten what normal is. I mean, um, I've kind of forgotten what normal is. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have in yeah. going through all of this. So, so, Mark, let me ask you this. Can you can you give me a 5,000-foot a view of, of what you think a secular bull market is? What does that mean? So there's, there's, there's two types of markets. There's markets that have continually rising prices over time, and that's called a secular bull market. A secular bull market means that markets continue to march higher, but it does not mean that there won't be bear markets during that secular bull market. Okay. You know, so for instance, from the you know late 1970s to 2000, that was a secular bull market where markets continued to march higher. But we had three or four 20% plus sell-offs during that 20-year period of time. But markets typically were significantly higher. A secular bear market, however, is a market marked by no upside and, you know, basically going nowhere. So think of secular bear market as what we saw the first decade 
of this century. Whereas if you invested in March of 2000, you didn't get your money back for 12 years. You know, so your break even was 12 years later. That's a secular bear market. Secular bull market usually lasts anywhere between, you know, 11 to 18 years on average. And prices go up two, three, four, five, six hundred percent. You know, the 80s and the 90s was in the thousands of percent gains uh, in the market. Uh, but you have a trade, you know, into long-term trends. So you have to understand what what kind of trend are we in, um, you know. And so long-term secular bull markets, you can make money just about anywhere. And that's why we've seen a big rise in passive investing, you know, just buying the index. Mm -hmm. Because in a long-term secular bull market, that works really well. But in a secular bear market, you still have places to make money, but the indices don't make anything. So, for instance, value was a great place to be in 2000, 2001, 2002, because growth just tanked, but value was out of favor, and it made good money over that three-year period. Well, the broad indices got slaughtered, you know? Um, so you have to understand market cycles, understand where you're at in that market cycle to become a good, astute investor. And I'm, and I'm saying, and you know, I'll be like everybody else. Everybody else says something, and you know somebody's got to be right. Um, but I think we're still in a secular bull market with higher prices to come. And the question always lies in, and I've said this to many of our clients, and they said, well, Mark, when is a secular bull market going to be done? Because that's the $64,000 question. And nobody knows. Right. You know, the secular bull market could last you know, for another nine months, could last for another 19 months, another three years. Um, but we're in the seventh or eighth inning, I think, of this secular bull market, at least in U.S. equities. I think if you look at emerging market equities, I think we're in the second or third inning of a secular bull market internationally. And so, you know, that's another, that's a whole nother topic about, you know, uh, country bias and, you know, where should you be looking for investments? Um, the U.S. has basically dominated returns for the last three, four years, but that's not always been the case. And different markets, different cycles coincide with different places where you should be investing your money. Um, so how do you know when that secular bull market is going to end? Well, usually the media uh, is usually the best... Uh, um, the best guide. Okay. And usually, and I've said this before, uh, my radio show um, on on this podcast is that usually I am interviewed either at high low in the market. You know, so when something crazy is going on, usually you know the news media wants to hype it up, and and you know because everybody's interested and everybody's talking about it, so the you know people pay attention to stuff. So when markets are all time highs or all time lows, you know people are like, oh wow, the markets you know really you know for example Bitcoin. I was interviewed when Bitcoin was at its peak, I think in eighteen, and then subsequently lost seventy percent of its value. And usually what I say to the media is, you know, usually when I get that phone call to come on air or to be interviewed or be on the six o'clock news or whatever it is. Sure. 
I usually say, well, I should be either buying or selling whatever you're asking me questions about because you're the best indicator of which way things are going to go. So if you're asking about something that's at a high, I should be probably be considering selling it. If it's, you know, if you're interviewing me at market lows, um, and usually viewed has been within a week or two of all-time market lows or all-time market highs. Usually it's the the ugly lows when, you know, everybody's panicking and stuff. Sure. Nobody usually panics when they're making all kinds of money. Never. <laughs> no. Um, but here's what I think we'll see. And this is what I've told clients is I think when you see the headlines that say Dow 100,000, um, and I think we'll be probably at Dow 50,000 at that time uh, because I think that's that's – you know, makes sense. You know, people go, oh, the market's going to double over the next number of years. We're going to see Dow 100,000. When you see those headlines in the news, that's probably uh, the canary that, uh, you know, you want to start paying attention and start, you know, making plans to, you know, protect what you've gained in this secular bull market and and have a plan of what you're going to do to not give back 50% of the gains that you've seen uh been run up in the last 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, whatever, how many years, you know, that this secular bull market lasts. Sure. So in that, with a secular bull market, you talked about making, having the, the market do some corrections along the way. Do you anticipate more of that happening? In other words, a, you know, a pretty serious drop? Yeah, I mean, three to 5% pullbacks, you know, happen three, four times a year, five to 10% pullbacks, you know, two to three, 10 to 15%. 10 to 20% pullbacks, you know, once a year and bear markets, you know, 20 plus percent pullbacks in the market happen about once every three and a half years. And, you know, Peter Lynch, you know, secular bull market, um, you know, when markets, when you're pretty confident that, you know, bear markets done, you know, you were in a secular bull market somewhere in the middle, we're going to have bear markets. We're going to have those 20, 30% pullbacks. Here's what Peter Lynch said. Anytime you see 20% drops in the market, you should invest 50% of whatever cash you see. Whatever cash you've got, you know, that you don't need for an emergency fund or that type of thing, um, you should invest half of it. If it's not already invested, you should invest half of it. And if the market loses another 10% and is down 30%, you should invest the rest. And if it goes down 40% or more, you should start digging in the couch cushions because that only happens a couple times in a lifetime that you see those kinds of major, you know, crashes in the market where you see 40 plus percent sure. declines. And those are times that we should be buying. And, and that really kind of goes against our, our instinct, doesn't it? Yeah, because I mean, it feels better just to have money setting aside, but you're not going to make money uh, unless you're being uncomfortable in this market. I mean, that's just... You know, the I like way the it way feels. you say it that. Doesn't, yep. It doesn't feel good. You know, yes, it's hard to write out that check or to punch that button or call up your advisor and say, you know what, let's increase our equity positions. It's a good time to do it. You know, we're down 20%. We're down 30%. Let's, if you have a portfolio that automatically rebalances itself, it actually does it for you. And so that's one of my big proponents is, you know, people miss the opportunity to, um, you know, buy low and sell high because they're not rebalancing their accounts. 401ks will do it automatically for you. So if you have a 70-30 allocation or an 80-20 allocation, you're growing money, 20% of it's in fixed income, 80% of it's in equities. When the equities go down, the fixed income percentage goes up and you want to keep those percentages the same, you'll automatically 
be either selling high and, and buying more fixed income or selling fixed income and buying more equities, depending upon the market volatility. And over time in a secular bull market, that, that can be to your advantage. You know, in a bear market, it can be to your advantage too, because now instead of selling high and buying low, you're doing exactly what you should be doing is buying low and selling high. Correct. Eight, uh, again, if you'd like to reach out to Mark and, and have some co have a conversation, 712-224-4651 or just visit the website EFS, the number for the letter U.com. I mean, that's a great way to connect with you, Mark, and, and you can learn a lot about it. Plus, you can kind of keep track of where your head's at with all of this stuff. I mean, you've got blogs out there and, and uh, I know you're active on Twitter. So, I mean, again, you're, you're a pretty good source of information. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that I want to tell you is that we have a plan for our retirees. So, you know, when the media calls me, they usually say, are you getting lots of phone calls? And yeah, we always get a few from people that are, are nervous about the market. And that's what we're here for. Um, but, you know, as the years have gone by and people have experienced, you know, markets in their portfolios, um, if you have your money segmented into different buckets and this is so so important it's just crazy important especially when you're in retirement that you know exactly what the purpose of your money is invested for so if you have money that's invested for 15 years you're 62 you're retired you don't need that money till you're 77 and markets are doing what they're doing today who cares don't sure. worry about it and if you're and if you've got money that you're taking that's from a fixed source that cannot lose money um, for the next few years, what difference does it make? What happens? Um, you know, it's 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 meaningless. It's chatter. Um, and psychologically wise, that is the most important thing because the worst enemy to you as an investor is emotion, because your brains do not work well in making money. They don't. We're not wired to be successful investors. That's why it feels uncomfortable to buy when the market's down. It feels good to sell at a loss. Um, and that's just, you know, that's just wrong. But that's the way our brains are wired and you can't fix it. That's just the way it is. You have to understand that is how you're going to feel. But you've and overcome feeling that. that way is good because that means you're probably making the right decision. Sure. Well, I mean, again, but that's something that, that we look to an advisor for is that you're so able to take the emotion out of it and look at things, you know, in black and white. You let the math tell the story. Yeah. And, you know, a good friend of mine, David Machia, who is a champion for the retirement income distribution community, um, said it best. says, if you don't have money that's in fixed investments – as an advisor for your clients, um, you're doing them a huge in-service, and it doesn't make any difference over the long term. In other words, if you had, let, let's say you had $250,000 and it was just sitting there literally in cash earning nothing, and you're going to spend that money over the next five years, you're like, well, geez, my money's not making anything. Yeah, but it can't lose anything. And that makes a difference. It does not affect your income over the long term. It doesn't matter if short term your money's not making very much, but it matters significantly if you're trying to draw money from something that's just lost 30%. Not only because you're selling at a loss, but also because psychologically wise, you're looking at your portfolio incorrectly. You're looking at it in the total, the, the total 
you know, the total money that's there. And you have to look at it according to what the purpose and the time that you need it for and invest accordingly. That's called time-segmented distribution. It's what we have on our website. If you go to EFS, the number four, the letter U.com, and click on watch the video, that's a video that, that talks about time-segmented distribution. It's so important if you're going into retirement or you're in retirement to have your money structured like that because it helps you to avoid emotional mistakes during market volatility, and it defines a purpose and a time frame when you're going to spend your money. So if you have your money segmented out, are you ever going to run out of money? No, you can't run out of money. If you have money that's segmented out for 20 years and you've got it in a separate bucket and you're not going to touch it, well, 20 years from now, it's still going to be there. I don't know what it's going to have earned. You know, maybe it's earned good returns. Maybe it's earned 9, 10, 11% returns. Maybe it's earned 3 or 4% return. But the point is, is you haven't spent it earlier on. You know what's set aside. And that's what time-segmented distribution shows you is that it, you know, can't say you can't never run out of money uh, because there's extenuating circumstances that might happen, severe health problems, you know, who knows what. But the likelihood is reduced by simply identifying the purpose of those dollars and appropriately positioning them uh, into the right buckets. And then you'll also have the no-worry retirement approach of, hey, I've got fixed income, we're going to war, you know, we been through wars before markets are volatile but hey they'll 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 be over with uh they don't continue on forever um yeah so like you said steve if you're worried nervous want to visit with me work with people all over the country um you can call me 712-224-4651 you can email me mark at efs for you that's mark with a c by the way not a k um and you know, go to our website, EFSforYou.com. And, you know, here's another, you know, go back, listen to what I've said in the past years about markets. Right. Um, and, uh, well, you have been right. I mean, we've been working together for, what, three years? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, you have been so right on in, in what you're saying. I mean, all through the pandemic, uh, you know, your your words rang true. Right. Yeah. Well, it's it's just common sense and, you know. Well, there's not um, a lot. There's not enough common sense out there, Mark. Well, that's, that's my true. Opinion. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree with that one. So that's all I've got today, folks. Um, I thought this was a timely piece to talk about. Um, and as always, um, have a great um, rest of your day, evening, whatever you're doing, uh, and look forward to spring here in North America. Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. EFS Group and the Securities America companies are unaffiliated. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. If you remember these TV shows, you're getting ready to retire. Whenever I see a big pair of feet or a cheesy mustache, I'll think of you. You got spunk. I hate spunk.
I'm one guy who ain't prejudiced against anybody who uh, may be less superior than me. It kind of sneaks up on you, doesn't it? Oh, gee. You deserve a secure, independent retirement. A retirement that is prepared to handle pitfalls like inflation, health emergencies, stock market volatility, and taxation. You've worked hard for your money and will work just as hard to protect it and grow it. Retirement planning doesn't have to be difficult. Get the facts-based approach that you deserve, all at no cost, with no obligation. Call Mark Eels at EFS Wealth Management, 712-224-4651, 712-224-4651, or log on to EFS4U.com, EFS, the number 4U.com.